up, Nedheads? Welcome back to another episode of the Neds Declassified Podcast. As always, I'm Jacob. Yo, what up? This is Kirk. Thanks, Jake. How you been? You went to the beach today. Been good. Yeah, I went to the beach. So uh, apologies if I uh, sound a little bit tired. You know, being out in the sun. What can you do? It was nice though. It was it was really nice. Out. It does take a lot out of you. It always it does. does, even though you don't do anything. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just the sun. Just I guess like it, just there, de- yeah. it just dehydrates you or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today we watched the episode Cell Phones Slash Woodshop. Yeah, episode lucky number 13 of season three. Yeah, 13 out of uh, the 21 total on I- on uh, Amazon. So, yep. Rapidly approaching the end, as we've said before, but you know, you feel it more and more every time. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there quick. Um, what kind of wine is that you got there? So this is a Spanish wine. It's a Producto de España. It's a Toro, uh, twenty twenty. It's just a red Fancy. wine. It's a pretty. It's not bad. I, at first, I was like, I was like mad about it. It's kind of. I'm. It's growing on me a little bit. It's not acidic, you know. Mm. So it, it's it's pretty much. I don't know. It's just kind of pretty easy to drink. It doesn't have too many smoky flavors or anything. It's kind of fruity. It's full. Damn. It's it's good. You'd probably like it. Nice. There's nothing really. Nice. There's nothing really, you know, horrible about it. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm drinking uh, the Yingling Racing Eagle Mango. Oh shit. Uh, brew. It doesn't say. It just says mango. It doesn't say what type it is, honestly. I mean, a lager. I assume I guess. it's like a mango lager. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really say. What does it taste like? I looked for it on the can. Yeah, I guess it's just ta- it either. It's either like a lager or a wheat. I guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want I didn't know they made other. I mean, like things. Then they're just a flagship one, but. Yeah, they. Um, I've been seeing this at Publix for a while, and I was like, you know what? I'll try it. I like yep. a good, you know, fruity beer. It's pretty solid. Nice. I wonder how many things. I wonder how many different varieties Yingling does. I don't really know. I, I'm not a huge Ying head, even though it is like manufactured here in Tampa. No, it's not. I mean, they have their big factory okay. here in Tampa. But it's a North. It's it's like New England or something. Yeah, I, don't, I think. Yeah, I think it's Pennsylvania or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that where Yang is from? Though apparently, originally? also like west of like the uh, some river or something, you can't get it or something. I've heard. It's like it doesn't. Oh, really? Is that not an old school thing? Like how like how nobody could get Coors outside of Colorado before like refrigeration? <laughs> yeah, the reason for the <laughs> whole plot of Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Uh-uh. You got to watch that movie. That's a classic. I feel like we've mentioned this on this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> this exact same. Anytime we talk about cores. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah no. There's Yingling. Yingling here in is Tampa, a good. But, uh, it's like if if you're gonna go somewhere and they have Yingling, it's probably better than like PBR. You know for sure. Well, I'm never gonna get a PBR. I'm not. A if PBR you're gonna spend three dollars on a beer, Yingling's for sure the one. Some people love PBR. I'm not one of them. It's fine. I'm not going to shit on it, but I'm not going to defend it either. I'm not from, like, Detroit, so I'm not just going to drink it all the time. And you're not that much of a hipster either. No, I'm not, no. But this air date was February 17th, 2007. The record date of this episode, February 24th, 2022. So Yeah, 2022. Two days shy, or two days after the uh, 2-22-22 date that nothing really happened we made it past it (laughs) we did (laughs) yeah um yeah so this episode starts off uh and most people have uh flip phones 
Um, except, uh, I guess they are starting to get into the era of like some people having like blackberries and shit. Yeah. Moses phone that she gets, she calls it a super phone. She did. Yeah. She said it has the web on it, which is pretty sweet. (laughs) Is that, was that, do you ever, that wasn't a thing, right? Super phones. Cause it was smartphones. It went from, it went from cell phones to smartphones. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, maybe 1, some people percent. called them that, and like, I just don't remember because it didn't catch on, you know, That's like the VCR Betamax debacle, you know. Maybe I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, a laser disc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if our parents. I wonder if our parents ever owned a laser disc player. Yeah, I don't know. My parents have never talked about owning any of that stuff. That's I don't I mean. think they care for old technology. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Nobody, nobody that's going through it at the time. You're like, this is this is the new horse shit. Yeah. Like when we were growing up, when Blu-ray came out, I was like, Blu-ray, fuck Blu-ray. I'm a DVD guy. Well, it was Blu-ray versus uh, versus HD DVDs. I w- remember, nobody had HD DVD. That was remember that- those though. They came in the red case. They existed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They they had them at Fye. That was a fail. That was a marketing fail. That was a big fail. But I also was fuck Blu-rays because they were like yeah. they were like they were like 50, seventy 60, bucks, like brand new. <laughs> it was exactly. like what the fuck? And I could get a DVD for fucking nine dollars right off the other shelf. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now and my eyes couldn't tell the difference. My it's not like my parents had a good TV. We had a pretty average TV, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, she's got her super phone that does her organization and everything. But the thing is, she doesn't know how the thing works. It's too complicated for her. Yeah, what an idiot. Well. <laughs> Throughout the episode, Corley has to come and show her how her phone works. What a fucking dumb idiot! Why? Why did she even buy the phone if she didn't know how to use it? Like it's at least she, at the store, play around with it a little bit. No, yeah, she wanted to fucking be cool. She wanted to be like she wanted to show up and be Miss, Mrs. Cool. <laughs> yeah, she wanted. She saw fucking Max Keeble's big move, and she's like, "Shit, I want to be Orlando Brown." She's like, "Imagine if I had a is little that Orlando Brown. That is him, Orlando right? Bloom. No, Orlando Brown." <laughs> No, it's not Orlando Bloom. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> what does he do though now? What's he been in? Who Orlando Brown? Yes, yeah, I don't know. Since I love, or what's the show? Uh, Raven. That's a Raven. That's a Raven. That's a Raven. Yeah, I don't know. That would have to be an IMDb rabbit hole. You he was on there. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Moe's gets the two hundred yeah, she... minute plan. Only 200 minutes. She doesn't mention, although she says her phone can do, I think she says it can do text and web, um, web. but she doesn't she mention says, what sort of text plan she has. I don't know. She, I know that she says it can do web and organization. Oh, is she does. She doesn't mention text. She might've, but I, I, I didn't write it down. What kind of super phone doesn't have text? Is it too, Mosley? is it 200 <laughs> minutes per month? It's gotta be. Not a long, you can't make long calls. That's 30 <laughs> days in a month. What's 200 over 30? I mean, how, how many minutes per day can you talk to somebody? It's not not many, a lot. Only a couple. No, yeah. You're limited. You couldn't, you couldn't use it every day. You couldn't use it every day. <laughs> did it... How did... I mean, I yeah, guess they got... It's a shit plan. It's did, a really dog shit plan. They just got better at transporting technology over the airwaves, I guess. I, I, I guess, yeah. I'm not 100% sure how it worked, whether it was just like corporate greed or it was like technological difficulties. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would be on phone calls with people. Like it was on the home phone, but like she'd be on phone calls with people for like hours. <laughs> she, <laughs> it's like, yeah. like what the fuck? 
So like, yeah, this 200 plan, I don't think could really work for some people. I don't know. Could Ned has a uh, cell schedule with Susie. So turns out he's still with Susie, I guess. Yeah, they um, having a long they distance relationship. Ditched the whole, they ditched the whole thing from last pair of episodes where he was like, maybe I do like most. Well, you know? kind of they ditched sure. it. They kind of bring it back, though. Well, they kind of shoehorn it in, though, don't they? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, we'll, we'll get to time. it when we get to the, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Susie cell phone schedule. He's like, we could talk this amount of time in between classes every day. You know. Yeah, terrible idea. Like, Come on, you're in middle school. Like we've said before, end it, end it. <laughs> first of all, even if you're going to do the cell phone long distance relation thing, that's psychotic, whatever. But anyway, you're going to, that's that's pure quali- quantity over quality. Like, what are you going to say? Hey, see ya. In between classes, like, I'm not. I'm listen. I'm not a big phone guy. I don't really like making phone calls. True. So like, yeah, I would I have nothing to say. I don't like really being. I like talking to people in person much, much more. Yeah. You know. I mean, or even like a video call like this. Yeah, video calls are fine. I feel like I need to see people. You know, I can't talk to people on the phone. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like it either. I do it all day long though. <laughs> That's why I hate my job. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the reason. Okay. Uh, Rip. Yeah. Gotta get a job without a phone, dude. Yeah, I gotta do something. But <laughs> Cookie shows up with a 33 cell phone suit. So he's got a, a, an orange, first of all, polo with, you know, uh, stripes and shit. And just a black, thin, weird suit jacket with taped onto it 30 different cell phones with fake screens. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the two right on the shoulders are the same exact phone with the same exact fake screen. <laughs> They're like epaulets. <laughs> it's pretty sick honestly he's like a cell phone general <laughs> yeah um but his whole gordy's thing... voice is the cell phone or is the radio host guy that that cook is trying to win off of yeah so his whole scheme is that you know the self the the radios radios do content you will call her number whatever you would blah 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 and then cookie's like yeah. well if i call if I put all my cell phones on speed dial and then I very quickly call all the cell phones on myself, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be one of the top callers and then I'm for sure yeah. going to win this Mustang that's at stake. Yeah, it's a convertible, red convertible Mustang, it was a which pretty is sweet pretty one. sick. Yeah, it, no, it's a good era of Mustangs, you know. Uh, the radio uh, is K-Blast, by the way. K-Blast. He's listening, He's listening to K-Blast. And the voice of the disc jockey, I don't know if you mentioned, it's definitely Darren yeah, Norris. Gordy. Yeah. Who is Gordy? Yeah. <laughs> um we find out that no phones are allowed in Sweeney's class. He has um Well, can't like, can't we assume all the classes sh- should ban cell I mean, it's a very reasonable expectation of children not to use cell phones in class, is it not? Well, I think during this era, during yes. This era, I think particularly. I think as we became more and more modern, People people learn to multitask more. I think people understand. Yeah, like you have to be able that... to use your phone and take notes and things. I can't imagine um, that like classrooms are still banning cell phones. They might be, but I think that would be such a hard rule to uh, to enforce. Maybe it wouldn't be. I don't know. Isn't it? Kids are hard to. I mean, I mean, it's pretty. That's like. Isn't that like the most bare minimum thing? Like, kids don't care. I guess if you check you think, a text, if you check, you know, a quick text, like, yeah, you fair. whip your phone out. Yeah. Your friend said, yeah, yeah, yeah. your friend was just like, hey, Could LOL, you know, you wait, come yeah, on. Yeah, you got to, it's like you open it, it's, it's, just, he just sent you straight up porn. You're like, oh shit, you got to put it away real quick. <laughs> I heard that had happened to me <laughs> <school> before. <laughs> of course. 
I think I think Ked sent it to me. <laughs> I think we all. I think that was a that was like a thing for a little while. It didn't last long. It didn't I whipped out much, my phone. It no, I think it was. I think it was just like one day. <laughs> yeah. Whipped out my phone. What the fuck? That's what made it funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Oh, what the fuck was? But I yeah, so, so, so Sweeney comes over to Ned. And is like, Mr. Bigby, he's got a full-on chalkboard that says no cell phones in class on it. Mr. Bigby takes yeah. Ned's phone away, snatches it away during his cell phone call. He's on the phone at that point with Susie, is he not? Right. I remembered what I was going to yeah. uh, mention. So it uh, this part where Mr. Sweeney was like wheeling over a chalkboard and like, and like saying no phone and then taking it away... It reminded me of uh, one of my teachers in ninth grade. I had this, it was the same teacher, this kid, Dr. Applebaum. He threatened us with like taking our phones away if he caught us in class using them uh-huh. and fucking destroying them on a, on a magnet. Oh, yeah. He's already... <laughs> he had like a big magnet and he was like, I'll fucking take your phone and destroy it. Because <laughs> if you, because the magnet will just wipe the, the entire thing, you won't be able to use it, you know? I mean, uh, he had to have been bluffing. Oh, he was. I never saw him do it to anyone, and there were people that had whipped their phones out in class, but it was an insane threat. <laughs> I mean, if someone got him, if he had two of those kind of magnets, I mean, he could crush someone's, like, skull, skull. or hand in the in between them. Yeah, or foot. Anything. Elbow. <laughs> their dick. <laughs> he could. It's a mega magnet. What are you going to do? But yeah, that's just what it reminded me of, because they both wore yeah. lab coats, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he screwed, he cock blocks Ned basically. And then cookie comes over. Um, he comes up to some random teacher. Who the fuck is that yeah, guy? Teacher's that? Who that, is that, that guy? guy's constantly in the show, but I don't think he's ever said a word. I've, and I don't know what his name is. We've never heard his name. He comes over to some dark teacher. haired teacher, man. He sat behind a desk. It looks like he's got his own office. He looks miserable. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he'd rather <laughs> be dead. <laughs> but cookie's like, when he, oh, my stomach cookie's hurts. like, He's like, I'm gonna fucking shit my pants, man. I got a crap, dude. <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a lay of shit, dude. And then he fucking lays over. And he's like, here, have he a bathroom him, pass. I guess you can have a fucking bathroom pass. You fucking he really didn't want to give it. Yeah, he could tell he was lying. Yo, I mean, he's clearly he's, he's covering wearing a cell suit phones. made out of cell phones. <laughs> I mean, although with they probably are just like, man, Cook's such a shithead. They're, they always <laughs> see him wearing these weird outfits. Yeah, he's like, this is what. I wonder is this? what the teachers think. They just think he's trying to get pussy all the time. They're like, this. They're like, who is this zany motherfucker that's always trying to get laid? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the radio contest keeps happening. He keeps. You know, doing updates. Sweeney keeps stealing people's phones. Um, yeah. He steals Cookie's uh, phones. We see that Feynman is number two speed dial in uh, Moses' new phone. Because they're kind of setting up as an item pseudo. 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 They never. For sure. They never hold hands, even, I feel. No, they never. He doesn't do anything more than saying that he might like her. I might like you a little bit. Or something. <laughs> when like his parents come and their parents are like, "You have a friend." They're like, "Why did you not bring him over the house for dinner?" They're like, "Famine, <laughs> you have a lady friend." I thought Famine's gay, and he's just pretending to have a lady friend just so that they don't be, fucking honestly. beat the shit out of him. That's probably what's. Going I would on. honestly, I honestly believe it. It I makes it's that. like based on the breadcrumbs that we're given by the show. Yeah, the well, show. There's no did other it. conclusion to draw, really. But yeah, he's number two, and, and he's kind of disappointed up. that it's, he's it's not actually, number one. It's actually, it's you know, that's there's some you know, if 
you read that far it's, into it, it's dramatic. <laughs> it is dramatic. You but gotta yeah, look, you gotta look through some shit it's, first. It's at that point though where he finds out that he's number two speed dial. That's when Corley enters. He's like, "Well, you gotta do this, this, and that." Blah blah blah. Yeah, Corley. Corley became number four. I'm not a hundred percent sure who number three. Well, speed Corley dial inserts is. himself into the speed dial rotation. Yes, as number four. Yeah, but who's number three? Ned's number one. Maybe Cook's three. <clears throat> Ned was one. Is that what she said? Ned was one. That's mm. why Feynman was upset, and and mm. Feynman was two. That's fair. Because okay. Ned was number okay. one in her old phone. Okay. That's what she says. Yeah. Which. You know. Yeah, it might have been Ned. Uh, I'm sorry. It might have been Cook, or it might have been like. You know, Susie is parent. the only other person. She's got oh, true, her parents. <laughs> I was gonna say she's got no friends. <laughs> yeah, I assume she has parents, at least one. <laughs> she's got somebody. She's got some sort of guardian angel. Yeah, true. Um, Cook he ends up going to the toilet and making that his base camp. Um, yeah, so he's this, got the radio. So we find out that he gets posted up in the toilet for like two and a half hours. What a fuck about his perfect attendance record that he's used to give a fuck about. That all goes out the window when that. the Mustangs. I for, totally Stan. forgot about that. That's what I. I was like, he's been just skipping class for two and a half hours. This is not Cookie. That's not in the Cookie character. Listen, Cookie does not give a shit anymore. All right, he's about to go to high school. The only he his mind is so fogged. He wouldn't even remember and, this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I went to class all those days. I had perfect attendance. Of course, I did. Yeah. His mind is so fogged, though, of his pursuit of puss that he cannot, like, he can't even think. Because ultimately, <laughs> why does he want the Mustang? Because the Mustang why does he want the car? Puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's only that. He doesn't want to drive. He doesn't think it's a cool car. He would give a fuck about a car. He wants a smart car. He hates car. the car. Honestly, he thinks more about utility. He wants trunk space. <laughs> he wants tr- trunk space, or I, I think he could cruise around in, like, a smart car, like a Leaf. <laughs> I don't know. No shit. You don't think he's like no. about fuel efficiency? I think he'd be a Tesla guy, probably. Well, yeah, but Tesla doesn't exist back then. Well, be- yeah. Well, Priuses <laughs> were around back then. Yeah, you so, so he's just a straight up basic Prius guy? All right. Prius is right. would be, honestly. I could see him in an expedition, like going the opposite way. I think I could see him in some sort of like he's big ass SUV. <laughs> He's like he got, he's in one of the he's like Arnold. he's in like one of the original Humvees. Yeah. It's like the fucking military grade. That'd be sick. <laughs> Gotta get one of those. <laughs> these phones, all these phones in this episode have incredible picture quality. So yeah, unbelievable picture quality. We kind of get little shots of the phone. Like it'll be weird. It's weird because the phone will be closed, and it'll show a screen. Did, was that ever a thing where you see the screen on the top of the of the closed phone? There would be a little. Some of the phones had a tiny little screen. <laughs> Not a big on face the front. though that you could perfectly see every detail of the person's face. No, with a thousand pixels, there was a million pixels. No shot. Yeah, that's... as a person that that you know, as as people that lived through this era, right? NV three, NV two. The, the f- phones were dog. Whatever the flip one the... was. Um. Yeah, the cameras were so shit. They were the worst things until smartphones came around. The the cameras were and almost you, unusable. And texting was expensive. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, Sweeney's whole. I can't one hundred percent say from experience because I was a child, so my parents paid. For no, it. but that's the, you were. You just kind of were aware of the fact that that it was. Sweeney's like yeah. cell phones should only be for ex- emergencies. Well, he's a boomer. He's he's like, he might be in between Boomer and the Great Generation. 
I think he was the greatest generation. <laughs> he fucking fought in World War II. <laughs> He's like 80-something years old in this episode. He looks good for for 86. <laughs> fucking Sweeney with his goddamn acne scars. What a fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like phones. What sort of fucking... He's a scientist. Like, he's supposed to be, like, all about science. This is the future. Well, phones are the future. I think it's because in the classroom, he wants the classroom to be a pure place where the students... Got a fucking phone right here. Like, this fucking dude, you kidding me? He should be so blown away by the science and shit you can do on your phone. The technology, man. Yeah, it's better than a computer that used to take up a whole entire room in, like, 1962 or whatever. The the amount of convenience it adds to your life is insane. You could probably this guy's like, launch a rocket like, from this thing. You could do anything you want from that thing. And the, and this guy's like fucking jerking off saying it's fucking bad shit. I think he's crazy. And it doesn't I feel like it doesn't make any sense. But maybe it does make sense. Well, at the end of the day, he's not really against cell phones because he does end up and you called this early on that he's gonna end up using Cookie's cell phones to win the Mustang. Which he does. Yeah, although I didn't remember them breaking into his room and and like using the phones anyway. Well, they. I they, thought he was just gonna. I thought he was gonna use that jacket. <laughs> they put up a fighting a fighting chance, and they really. Uh, I mean, they do win it, but they get DQ'd. Yeah, they get DQ'd. It's actually kind of bullshit. So they storm into um, into Sweeney's room classroom as he's like grading papers or something. So the classroom, and they start doing this like routine. This like fucking. Uh, well, Ned takes Sweeney's three keys. Stooges he takes his car keys, puts them in fucking um, Cookie's mouth. Disgusting. I imagine how dirty those keys are. Oh, insane! And there's that there's that like bite chomp sound effect they added in. I thought he was gonna <laughs> eat them. I thought he was gonna just they were gonna slide I down he was his throat. Too. He gulps them. They they CGI his neck getting really wide. They have to take him. They have to open his belly up and and. Can you imagine them CGIing his mouth opening like a fucking snake? And he eats it? <laughs> but yeah, it's like a classroom classic where this where there's a door over here and there's a door over here. So there's two doors. So they come yeah, in this side entrances, and then they fuck with them. And uh, Moe's goes, Mister Sweet, yeah. yeah, yeah, she fucks with them. And then they is run... this still a, a design that they use for classrooms? I assume it's got to be a classic two door design. You don't think they have one way in, one way out in order to like. For emergencies, they kind of like only want one entrance point. Isn't that more dangerous to have only one? I'm thinking like active shooter wise, you'd want you wouldn't want multiple entry points. Where do where does, maybe you would to exit from? Do they both just go out to different hallways? They went out to well, it was it was that was like a corner it classroom. Must have been a corner thing. Classroom. So it was like it was intersecting hallways. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. You just lock the doors. But but for fires, I guess you're right. If yeah, it's for, a fire, you'd for want anything where you don't want some, where it's not the person entering that you're concerned with, but you're concerned with getting the people out Exiting. as fast as possible. That's true. Which is most of the time. Well, luckily, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Were we um, <laughs> We were talking oh, two about doors. okay, so, so they, they go, lock themselves so, yeah. in the classroom. They fuck with him, and then they run out the one door. He follows them like an idiot, and then they go in the uh, the one door, style, and then exactly almost. they lock that door. They lock the other door. He's trapped outside. They're inside with the cell phones. Contest happens. Ring, ring, ring. They find out which phone it is, and in, in not the best way, but it's because the phones are all ringing. They're just like, which one is it? Not saying anything. They could be screaming. It's there. We got just wait. What we got to find the phone. But they didn't say anything until they found the one. 
And then they get up, and then the guy, very Gordy, very quickly. You got to be 18. And then hangs up on him right <laughs> And he's like, whoa, sorry there, Cookie from yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> JKPMS Middle School or whatever. Yeah. Sorry about that, but you've been DQ'd. And then he hangs up, and it's fucking, it's sad. It's yeah. sad. They're going to call up, you know, they're going to do another round of uh, drawing in a minute, but that's where Cookie. Uh, you know what he should have done to get back at that radio host? He should have kept calling anyway. <laughs> he wins again. <laughs> Just say it's someone else. Register it under your dad's name. You could have won your dad a free car. Yeah, I mean, because at first the guy on the radio, Gordy's like, uh, are you a teacher there? And he's like, no, I'm a student. And that's where that goes. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, But that's how Sweeney ends up winning the contest after all. So I guess, you know, Sweeney's car was kind of shitty and beat up and old, I think. Oh, yeah, because yeah, in the Car Wash episode, they absolutely demolished it, remember? His is the one that they destroyed. Yeah! The fucking music <laughs> they're beating the shit out of. <laughs> yeah. What, well, how's he been getting around? I love when they use that music. How the hell's he been getting around? I don't know. Walking, I guess. Or, no, wait. Did Was he? No, that was Professor Xavier. I was trying to think if he was in the bus episode. He wasn't. I don't know. Professor Xavier was using the skates. But after that um, is when Moe's donates her last three minutes of cell phone time to Ned. Yeah, because Corley was on the phone with her for 197 minutes uninterrupted without speaking. Well, he was speaking. She wasn't. She just didn't. Did she even know that he was on there? She didn't. He was just going off on her phone? He, well, he is a fucking crazy bastard, all right? (laughs) I'd be fucking pissed. It's such a short amount of time. (laughs) Like, in the grand scheme of a month, but, I mean... It's got to be the least amount of minutes you could have bought. That's, like, the smallest An uninterrupted call is a long time, 197 minutes, because that would be a long-ass movie. (laughs) Oh, no, that's... No one would ever do that, unless unless you're really, like, going through something, like, intense. Yeah, That's or if it's like call. for like a record, like a Guinness World Record or some shit. Or you're just bullshitting. You think you're just bullshitting for 197 <laughs> minutes? Yeah, you um, know, you're you're talking with your buddy. You're both plastered. <laughs> uh, so Moe's eventually, she is sitting in like a study hall, I assume, and she can't silence her ringer. So she throws it out the hallway and it hits Feynman. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking knocks him out and he goes, Oh <laughs> <laughs> Ow. It's such a shitty owl. It's like the worst acting, dude. He gets laid out. <laughs> it's like he was trying to find a way to do an accent with ow and it was so bad. Ow <laughs> He's just lying there like dead on the ground. Yeah. And he's he's like if you just didn't want to talk, you could have just hung up. But, like, you know, she did hang up on him earlier. So that's clearly not the case, Feynman. Yeah. Um, that's when Ned is kind of talking to Susie on, uh, is it Moses' phone or his own phone? He's talking to her on some phone. But the the connect, I think it's his phone at this point because the connection's breaking up. He's like. Uh, yeah, that, that uh, was still uh, on uh, Ned's uh, phone. I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up. And that's all, that's yeah. all Susie hears. Yeah, that's all she hears, dude. And you know she takes she's constantly it. at her locker, slamming it. She's always slamming her locker. I wonder what the people around her think. Like, who's this crazy bitch? She's like, what? <laughs> you know, she loses her shit, but that's fine. She that's can't normal. stand it. 
and then you'd think that she would know like two like minutes she later she's fine what was happening well two minutes later she's just <laughs> completely back to just I mean, <laughs> face normal and then but she comes she, throughout this episode she gets with and without ned like what two times at least right at least two times. It happens a couple of times because then she she breaks up with him again at the end when right. Mose gives him the old her old phone that only had a couple minutes left um, yeah. to be able to talk to to Susie because her battery and dies. He's, he tries to explain it and then she's like, "But don't ever hang up on me again." And then the phone dies because she didn't charge it. And then she's a, she's like, "Okay, we're through." And then I can't, you know, is that the only okay, tip? Through. Is, she says it really weird. <laughs> yeah, she did. Is that the only tip of the episode is charge your phone every night? No, the other one was uh, don't uh, talk while you're distracted or walking down the stairs or doing something. Uh, don't talk on the phone while you're doing those. Because because Moe's remember, she falls down the stairs and kills him. Well, Moe's. Yeah, she completely tumbles down the stairs and nails Ned and uh, yeah, T-bones him. Yeah, those are the only tips I had, though. Mm. That, that, um, that sounds about right. Sweeney, that's pretty much the episode, though. Sweeney wins the convertible. Yeah, he lets the crew off the hook because of he because he gets to win. Yeah, yeah. I guess he gives them their phones back after that, and he drives off in his Mustang. He parked it in the middle of the courtyard, like where all the benches are. He just takes it was all their not phones. In the parking lot at all. He takes I all their phones and pawns them. He should have put on the fucking cell phone jacket when he pulled away and had put some shades on. That would have been sick. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a nice touch. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, that was the episode. What, what are you thinking about that rating? Um, let me see. I'm I I I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I might go like I'm really teetering. I'm gonna go seven point seven five. Right on. Yeah, I even think though there was, was no, even though there was no Gordy, even though there was no Crubs, you know. Yes. Not no Coconut Head, but no Coco's been gone. I um, thought it was enjoyable. No I don't Seth know. either. No Seth either. Uh, Maybe I'm going. Yeah, heavy, no, but... I uh, no, I I agree. I think it was. I think it was an enjoyable episode. I yeah. think I'm going to go seven point five. Okay, that's fair. I was close to you that. Know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was solid. Um, and then the next episode is Wood Shop. Woodshop. Which I feel like is a very season one episode. I'm surprised. It's incredible. <laughs> this is in there. It is wrong? a throwback episode, I would say. <laughs> because Chopsaw takes so center strange. stage again. And we haven't seen Chopsaw for eons. Yeah, and they like are constantly like not caring about like the woodworking aspect of Moses' personality. I feel like they we're like they were like, wait, wasn't she like? They're like, why are we always putting her in front of the wooden locker? Oh right, she's like a wood shop. Person. They really put that on the back burner in favor of her sport competitive thing. Yeah, the volleyball I feel like is definitely a through line that they always peel at. Yes, but, like uh, throughout season two and most of season three, it was it was sport mose and not wood shop mose. And Mister Chopsaw has been only in like a few episodes throughout really all of season. He was in like the haircut three. episode. He was in that one. That was a he big was one. Using the spray paint. He's using the fucking spray. Yeah. Um, but the the episode begins, Susie and Ned are not over. No, they're back on, and they're fine. Even though she was like, you better not hang up with me again. And she, and then, you know, Well, she now Ned is having to send her for... bizarre crafted gifts that he's building and making and mailing to her. Okay, we're through. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. <laughs> Bigby. 
<laughs> Mr. P. <laughs> Dude, I wish that fucking Dr. Evil made a, uh, a cameo on this show. That would be hilarious. Aren't they making a new Austin Powers movie? Damn. That'd be weird. I feel like I heard that that'd somewhere. That'd be weird that as hell. That would be awesome. 10 no, years later? Dude, that would, 20 that years would later, rather? 20 goddamn would, years later? That would be the sickest thing. I would watch it. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got to do something. I mean, when's the last? How c- everyone would watch it. Are you kidding me? The last movie he was in was like the uh, the Queen movie, and he was only in like one scene for five minutes. They just had a Super Bowl commercial with uh with Doctor Evil. Uh, and then... Oh shit! Okay, I forget what the fuck it was advertising, but he was in it, and so was Seth Green. <laughs> that's and that's, the lady, the the wild. wife. Although it was a different number two, they couldn't get the guy that played. Oh, number they didn't two. get Robert Wagner. He might have passed away. Oh fuck! I don't man. know. Anyway, though, the episode begins in art class, <laughs> of all things. It's not, it doesn't begin in woodshop. It begins in art class. They're sculpting yeah. clay. Ned bombs the art class accidentally. Um, yeah, he puts he, some plastic he's... explosives inside of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he puts some C4 in there. No, he... Uh, so he's trying to make, like, a clay bunny, I think it is, or something like that, for Susie. Something stupid. And um, he puts it in the kiln... And immediately when he puts it in the kiln, Cook's like, <laughs> you took all the air out of the clay, right? And then fucking it explodes, you know. That's like, what? <laughs> that was good. But yeah, and then. Because <laughs> I remember in uh, in art class, you were supposed to like poke holes in it or something like that, right? Well, you got to work it. That's why you got to work it and fold it and shit, right? Or I don't know. I don't know. I think you poked. We would have to ask Callan about that. She she worked at the Arts and Crafts Center at UF. She did. That she did. (laughs) She was one of the main people there, one of the major players, but. One of the major players. Anyway, everybody's covered in, you know, soot like a cartoon character after a bomb goes off, and then uh, Krubs is. I think it's. Is Krubs the one that. Yeah, it's Krubs because he's wearing the siren helmet. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. You know, he's sucking. He's there. He's pissed. Yeah, so he's. The only Krubs of the episode, by the way. So we got to rebuild the art class. You guys got to choose new electives. And so they end up in Yeah, Woodshop. but he says electives with quotes. Electives. <laughs> like what? I guess maybe there was I all... guess cuz you have to take one. Maybe there was only spots so is in it Woodshop. Really elective? Woodshop well, was maybe, the only yeah. open one so they just all had to go from art class right to Woodshop. I yeah, you think I mean would Wood would uh Chopsaw be able to support this? This influx of of people? Does he have the budget? You all know, that wood, all that lumber. Well, first of all, he's a veteran. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. <laughs> so I think he I don't can, know what that really has to do with anything. He can handle anything. <laughs> is uh, you know, he can handle a couple kids. This is his element. I think he. I mean, more budget and wise and like size of classroom wise. You're gonna have lines at the saws. There might be ten kids deep at the saw. You just gotta one after the other. You just gotta do it. Be patient. Yeah, and you tell them. You say one after the other. <laughs> you know, you say one at a time on the circular saw. Now, please. <laughs> on, the cir- <laughs> on the circular saw. Ned's- he's all, he's, all of a sudden he's from Charleston. <laughs> what the fuck? Ned offers a couple of tips, including wear goggles. Good, good yeah. advice. I good see. tip. Good tip all around. Do not I rush. Bet you always wear goggles. Don't rush, he says. Yeah, take your That's time. That's a fact. Be safe, which is kind of you know. A gift. That's a tip. Be safe. That was one of them. That's a shit tip, Ned. And then he says, "No loose. <laughs> don't wear loose clothes." And that's when Chopsaw exposes himself. 
Yeah, and then they put over like the sensor bar over his nips. Like, uh, like, did you ever watch uh, like Comedy Central late at night when uh, you were like a kid? Because they would, it would, they yeah. would air commercials for like the Girls Gone Wild videotapes yeah. to like <laughs> yeah. call in and buy. It'd be like, and it would it'd be always like be scandalous. like sensor bars, hot. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> doot, 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 it's so doot, fucking doot, doot. dumb. But that's yeah, what it's it got reminded the ridiculous music playing. Thought <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Do they still make those? I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. That'd be. I mean, I can't imagine. They just make. They just make porn now. (laughs) Probably. Um, But yeah, we see we see Chopsaw's nips. We didn't need to see him, but they were there. Yeah, he had his overalls. uh, We do. We do see that he has um, a cabinet full of just the same flannel, Mm -hmm. and the the um, closet rack bar. It's just a stick all the way across. <laughs> it's like not a nice piece of wood. It's just a fucking stick. It's pretty good. You got to appreciate natural beauty. That's good set design, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Christine, the bad saw. Yes. There's a saw that's in a cage. And uh, Cookie is like, what's up with that one over there? And <laughs> Chop Saw is like, that's Christine. She's a bad saw. She's a bad saw. Even though, like looks like a pretty nice saw and at the same time like what we find out later on you know i'm just gonna say it's spoilerino you know but we find out that it's just a cordless saw that has like a shortened battery so it constantly is starting up randomly yeah he should have returned it immediately why'd you buy a cage and put it in the cage (laughs) well my question is if it just turns on and that's the only like i mean i guess it's like it's going it's like it's rotating it's like a wheel so it's gonna go but it really takes off when it goes, and it seems like it has a mind of its own. Yeah, I mean, it tries to kill Cook. Like we get uh, yeah. just an amazing POV chase shot, <laughs> like a horror movie, like fucking Halloween or something. Yeah, where the camera's on the of floor. Cook running. Yeah, it's fucking going. Uh, yeah, that's actually kind of like an Evil Dead shot, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. going across the ground like that. <laughs> yeah. And he's just fucking running, and he falls down to the ground. You see his face go down <laughs> low and screaming. It's so good. Yeah, but he gets uh, away just from an amazing it, shot. and then he and Mister Lowe actually end up fighting the saw. Mister Lowe, well, he's one of the guys that had a PhD, didn't he? From like fucking Harvard or something. Mister Lowe has a double bachelor from uh, Harvard and a PhD from Yale. <laughs> Wasn't he one of those guys? I think yeah, he was. Yeah, he was going to be running for the principalship. Yeah, but he was, <laughs> but he was too much of like a, a you know, he was bitch, too much of a puss to yeah, do it. Yeah, he didn't have the authority that Mister Wright has. But yeah, the whole reason that the saw is on the loose, by the way, is because um, Cook took it out of the cage because he's like, she doesn't look like a bad saw. She looks like a like a nice saw. It's just lonely. Yeah, he thought it was Wrong. like a little pup or something. Wrong. It's like that's in a cage for a reason, son. How long has it been in the damn cage? By the way, we don't learn this. Weeks, months. Cause, like you were hinting at earlier, Mister uh, Mister saw he's like, I was gonna turn return that some bitch for a refund, and uh, but like, why were you? T- what were you just fucking jerking off? Why were you taking the time doing that? Yeah, I don't oh. know. I don't know. And also, like, I feel like with cordless stuff like that, there's usually a battery that you can detach from it, so you can charge it. So like, why wouldn't you just take the battery out? replace the battery maybe maybe it wasn't the case in this one maybe you couldn't you know take out the battery it was like an apple uh fucking saw where you can't take the battery out of it i just don't know um did you did you (laughs) talk about gordy telling ned to get 
uh, flowers for uh, Moe's because Ned finds Ned. Thi- we didn't uh, we didn't talk about Ned and Moe's. No, we didn't. All right, so you want to get into yeah? That, so uh, <laughs> so Moe's is um, in the the woodshop class with them, and at, at the very beginning, Chopsaw comes over to Ned and is like, "You two would make a pretty good couple." Ned's like, what are you talking about? This is a weird conversation, by the way. And that like, was... What, compl- what the fuck is Chopsaw yeah, yeah, coming? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're a teacher. What? <laughs> and it was like, completely uh, detached as well from what we... Because we learn out what... The whole thing is a misunderstanding. The entire episode is what it was. It's a misdirection. Chopsaw's fault, though. Well, Ch- Gordy's well Chopsaw, in this moment to Ned, is truly, like, saying... That he thinks that Moe's and Ned. So this is just an off comment from the mind of Chopsaw. Exactly. This is the. I think it's very inappropriate. I think it's an inappropriate comment. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. He's got no grounds for this. (laughs) He's probably got bodies under his house. (laughs) Some. He's made of wood. You can't trust a man made of wood. No, you can't. No, you can't. But you did say he's a war veteran, so we have to respect him. That's true. I mean, well, he, he. I mean. We all can only assume he might have been a merc. Wasn't he dishonorably discharged? He might have been though? a mercenary. <laughs> a mercenary. That was a fucking sick video game back in the day, dude. Shout out mercenaries. Yeah, mercenaries too. Um, do you remember playing that? Did you play that at my only house? with you? Yeah, <laughs> it's like GTA, but it was rated teen, so my mom would let me buy it. <laughs> you could jump out of the helicopter. You could do any. Yeah, if you could jump out at the highest up you could possibly go, you could jump out of the helicopter, land without a parachute, and you wouldn't die. You'd be on one health. <laughs> it was so crazy. It's such a weird video game. But really yeah, Mister Low gets his hands on the saw. And he's like, it's the poorly designed, overpriced piece of metal crap. And and plastic <laughs> and shit. And I hate it. He's like talking <laughs> shit about it. Like, yeah, he gets really angry. And and, uh, and yeah. Christine does it. And they're just a close-up of his, his disgusting teeth. His they're like, you can see that teeth. His gums have receded like crazy. You can see <laughs> his, like the roots of them. Oh, he's got, dude, he's got fucking scurvy. It's he's like, got scurvy for sure. It's like when they used to do close-ups in Ren and Stimpy. There's like a hole in the tooth and shit. Yeah, and like maggots flying through their teeth and shit. Yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, yeah, and he's he's holding it. And then all of a sudden it turns on. He's like, wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I guess he's like, Because his arm is made of noodle, you know? So he It's can't... weak. It's weak arm, dude. <laughs> I guess it just flies out of his hand and they just run away. He lets it go. He yeah. like he like gets rid of it. Yeah. But you were saying it would have been good if, if it would have just slit his throat like <laughs> it makes him cut his own head off or slit like his own throat. Like the scene in, in yeah. fucking uh, Yeah, and Superman. he's just standing there with a the prosthetic slit throat, bleeding God, all over Cookie. So good. I really wish they would have done that. We should honestly make that cut. We should try to figure out Yeah, a way we get to Daniel Curtis Lee back on the horn. <laughs> he's in it it slits his throat he's dressed up like hooky however old he is now like 30 something years old or whatever <laughs> he's like, yeah he's like 30 um but yeah so they're running away from it um i don't 100 percent remember what happens at the end of that when they're running yeah oh they smash it yeah they right? smash they, it so they so it's like cookie yeah. is holding the um rocking chair that moe's made we don't know why she made it yet but she made a sweet rocking chair and uh, Chopsaw's got the sledgehammer now, 
and and eventually <laughs> they're screaming at no, it. No, not Chops, though, Mr. They're, Lowe. Right? Sorry, Mr. Lowe, yeah, yeah Mr. Lowe. Uh, they're screaming at this saw. Die! <laughs> and then he starts smashing it. He's die, die! He smashes it with the sledgehammer. And then Chopstar comes in and is like, what the fuck? It was an intense scene. Yeah, it was a great there scene, honestly. There was like, honestly. the camera's moving around a lot and stuff. Yeah, and the saw's jumping, just jumping at the chair. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, Special effects were solid, honestly. There's a scene where... Um, Chopstar is talking to Moe's or no, was he think he was talking to uh Ned and he's like the chair's not a uh it. It's a he. No, he's talking to Moe's. It was Moe's. Ned is This Ned is, is what sets in. up this is so this is what ultimately sets up Ned's misconfusion is because Ned is is because Susie ends it's because Moe's ends up talking about him. I like him like you know she's saying stuff about him. He thinks Yeah. He thinks she's talking about him. Because he's so vain, and then uh, she's really talking about this mm-hmm. chair, but the chair is a him because Chopso is like, "Look at the cock and balls. That's a him." Yeah, you put it on there, Moe's. That's on you. <laughs> you nailed him. <laughs> yeah, why'd you nail male genitalia on the on the chair and then misgender it? He's like, "I didn't tell you to do that." <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah. So so the whole reason she's making this chair, we find out at the end, is because. She is trying to enter some sort of woodworking competition. Where does did she say she's going to go to Washington D.C.? Is that where she's going at the end of this? Where's she going? God only knows. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't take Fuck. a particular. I don't note remember of what, what the they say. Came. I don't remember the city they say. Maybe there, she's going somewhere. Maybe she's going to go to Sacramento, Sacramento again. again. Not again. No, not again. <laughs> it can't be. No one cares about Sacramento. Um, yeah. So this guy is there. Uh, this fucking hoity-toity, yeah, Mr. Baumgartner. Like, he looks like Lloyd Kaufman, like at least dresses the way that he dresses. He doesn't look he doesn't look like him when he dresses similar. Okay. <laughs> Just in a suit? You know, the suit with the bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean he's a portly man, this bomb gardener, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, bomb gardener. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Um, but he's talking about the arms are the perfect shape. And then he says that um he says the chair's great, and then he tries to sit in it. And it absolutely collapses. Yeah. We've seen before bottom bottom shots of the chair all scored. It's completely scored like as if you were to make a dummy it's scored, chair. It's scored, but I don't believe it would have collapsed. He was big. He was, well, he was large. Think about his fat ass hitting that chair. <laughs> he did really give into it, you know. He really fucking hammered into yeah, you gotta it. You got to let yeah, yourself like he, into it. Like he really was letting some weight down. He wasn't. He was given no mercy. He gave no quarter. I will give no quarter. <laughs> and the chair was like, "I'm out." He tapped out. Yeah, it <laughs> collapsed immediately. Which is the chair, funny. whatever his name. We didn't learn the chair's name. The chair. Might, the chair might have been named Lloyd. Real life. Yeah. You ever seen it? Probably. Who have you seen break a chair in real life? You've seen this? Oh man. I don't know. Maybe not. I've, probably... I've never broken a chair in real life, but it's always a constant fear in the back of your mind, you know? You never know when a chair is going to give out. Well, I know your parents, um, maybe still, but they used to have a lot of antique chairs. <laughs> oh, right. Actually, no, we did. We broke. Didn't we break my computer chair like multiple times? <laughs> I think we, times? I think we broke <laughs> chairs a lot. 
<laughs> we broke my computer chair that used to be in my bedroom when I was living with my parents still in yeah. high school. We broke that computer chair like four times. <laughs> and I kept putting it back together. Yeah. I forgot about that. Man, we were really rough with that chair. <laughs> I got that chair for free. I think my mom like got it from someone. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good hand-me-down. Uh, Fuck. We were rough with chairs. <laughs> what are you going to do? But Ned ends up coming on to Moe's because he's under the under... He, he thinks that there's no... He's like... He looks at the camera. He's like, does Moe's like me? Uh? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no. Yes, but no. Like, yes, in a yeah, real way. she does the thing again in this episode like she did in... I think it was the previous one. Where, like, she's smiling a lot and, like, clearly acting different in these in these scenes, you know? she yeah. These scenes, they're, she's definitely acting more flirty and into him. She throws and it. And that's on She purpose, drapes obviously. herself over him. She freaking completely. Yeah, like, all over him. Yeah, she's, like, gets. She like, kisses up. his neck. I mean, she's breathing. <laughs> she's breathing all on his neck and, like, on his ear and shit. And he, and he doesn't know what to handle that because he. I mean, he gets flustered after that. He really is... Uh, he does. You yeah. said he's bricked up. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, Gordy's no help. And he, also, <laughs> and, he, and he thinks she's into him at the same time. Yeah. That's the precursor yeah. to this setup moment where she weirdly... And, and why, does she, why does she do that, though? Why does she put himself... What, drape herself over him? Yeah. Has she ever done that before? Uh, there, no. There's no explanation for it. Yeah. There's no explanation. I'm not 100% sure. But... I, and also, before yeah. he gets um, where he's like full on, like, all right, I guess I'm pursuing Moe's now. Like, that's that's where he is mentally. He's like, all right, I'm trying to get Moe's to like yeah, me. Yeah, it really does. And it sh- takes nothing, really. And I'm trying to show her that I also like. But does he ever at any point actually end it with Susie? Or does the end of the episode, he's still with Susie, right? He is. So Susie yeah, just happened two episodes unbeknownst, in a row to, now where... unbeknownst to her, he's trying to fucking get some ass on the side. Well, this happened last time, remember? Like the uh, and we can only sue um, Susie's doing the, the previous same. episode where, like, where he kept seeing her in in the in the sexy, you know, light. Yes, and you're he right. was like, it's exactly. And yes. he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pursue this, and she, you know, and then Susie guess, keeps fucking pulling him back in just when he thinks she's out. Yeah, I don't 100 percent know. It's just like a, they, it's just the constant, you know, will they, won't they type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's pretty much this episode. I mean, they, well, we don't uh, see any more Susie after the end of the uh, after, like after we see her the last time or whatever. Like, no, the she, last thing we see is uh, is is we don't Mo's even see any Susie this whole after... episode. Susie's only in the no, last half. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> There's no Susie. No, in the this last half. the last thing we see is Moe's chasing after Ned down the hallway. Um, because uh, he gives her the flowers and he plays it off like the reason that he gave her the flowers is because he was the one that fucked up the chair, even though it was Cook. Yeah, he does take the fall on that, which is uh, noble, but bullshit. Yeah. Well, he has to. It's the only way out of that scenario. Why else would he give her flowers, you know? He could show his ass and be like, I think you're hot. He takes the (laughs) flowers, shoves them up his ass and farts. (laughs) He eats the flowers. That'd be good. Didn't Billy do that that one time? Yeah, he's eating the flowers. I I think he's eating flowers on multiple occasions. Uh, He loves them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that episode. I think that I I was going to give it a lower score, yeah. but I think I'm honestly going to give it the same 7.5 just because the POV shots were so good. 
I just have to bump it up for that. It was just the all the saw stuff was really it was unexpectedly super good. <laughs> I yeah. just love that they had like a basically like a monster horror movie in the middle of this episode out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a cool thing. I'll go seven point five out of ten weasels on this half. Uh, yeah. So just point two five less than the last half. I I do think the other half was a little bit just had more momentum behind it, had more sense behind it. Some of the questions, I think this episode left a lot of questions that you want answers to that you don't get. No, I honestly think the first half probably better. I just, yeah, that's fair. I just ended up rating them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they were both solid. I I enjoyed them. I thought they were, I thought they were both pretty good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, that's these episodes. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram uh, at Harbor underscore boys on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash the Harbor boys for more updates, Spotify, Apple podcasts and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Keep staying Ned. Uh, Check out show me something. If you haven't listened to that, you know, like, like Jay said, and uh, as you guys are aware and know that we're running out of episodes of Ned's. I don't know what we're going to do after this. We got to do something though, but presumably Who knows? it's It'll fun because be it's fun to talk and you know, it's, yeah. it's fun to laugh and on record. It'll probably be something dumb. Probably. <laughs> It'll probably be something the along the stuff. same lines. It'll probably be something along the same lines. Early two thousands, um, childhood nostalgia. We could do Rocco's modern life. <laughs> I would even be down with just doing like, um, just like, random stuff constantly like oh, yeah. doing tv movies and then also like random shows and episodes and stuff i don't know we'll see we'll but see. you know we'll we'll feel it out and do whatever but we'll catch you guys for we the could next do a Ned cooking Pod. show <laughs> we could with cook <laughs> stay nasty.